Welcome to the winter sports season premiere of this week in Princeton, Princeton Vikings Athletics here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports and VikeNation.org. I'm Jason Griefer, and, and today we're joined by Princeton Ass- Assistant Athletic Director Tomet Duckworth. Uh, Tomet, good to talk to you uh, once again. Uh, how are things up and around Princeton? Um, they're, they're moving slowly. I guess slowly moving parts is what you might say. It's an interesting time that we're uh, in right now, obviously, and uh, we're now moving into the winter season, and we're going to talk about that here today. But I want to first kind of touch on the the big perspective and how things are up at Princeton. Have you found yourself, Joe, and found yourselves, have you two found yourselves uh, maybe getting a better handle on navigating everything we're going through with all the protocols and, and things like that? And uh, how much overall would you say things have been altered just in this winter season? Um, I think the fall taught us a lot um, because I did feel we had a lot of hiccups in the fall. It was the first time, you know, going through things. Um, I feel like when we started winter and even now in the winter, we have like a better handle on things. It's just the magnitude of the cancellations and the rescheduling is probably the piece that's the most difficult. When going through that entire process, are are you still, are you able to kind of look ahead now and maybe get an idea of, okay, this event may end up getting pushed back or are we literally still at times going on a day-by-day basis with this? We're definitely going a day-by-day basis. Sometimes like, uh, you know, we had a, we had a basketball game that we had already started the freshman game when we got the call that we had to cancel. I mean, so sometimes it's almost like midstream. Um, so you're, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, the people at Princeton, our other operations people have been great about trying, you know, when we have to make these quick changes and the reschedules, um, you know, officials have been unbelievable. Um, just the other teams that we're playing have you know, have been great. I mean, I think we're all to a point that we're not sure, you know, what's going to finish ahead, but at least we know we're moving forward. And moving forward, that's a good thing. And it's a good thing we're getting some of these uh, seasons going and and games and events going and what have you. And that's certainly a good thing. Let's get right into it. Let's start talking about some of these uh, winter sports and what they're up to, how they're doing. Uh, things like that. Let's start in the pool. Uh, over the weekend, we had the sixth annual Princeton Invitational. Obviously, a pretty big event. A lot of things going on with that one. Uh, how did the Aquavikes look to you uh, when they were in the pool? Um, on the girls' side, I think we're very young. Um, but it's, you know, since they've got going, you've seen a lot of improvement in a lot of those freshmen. So I think that's promising to look ahead. Um, Paige Burns, I know she's one that's been really uh, swimming well here here of late. Um, I think on the boys' side, um, we're going to see them towards the end of the season, you know, do some nice things. Um, we've got the McDaniel boys, um, Tommy Burton. I mean, we've got we've got a lot of kids who are um, dropping times. Um, they may not be where they want to be yet, but I think they're headed in the right direction. Back on the girls' side, you talked about the, uh, the the youth that you have on that team and a lot of freshmen coming in and, and being asked to perform uh, at a high level. How is the coaching staff going about trying to get those youngsters integrated into the program, get them used to the routines, 
and maybe the adjusted routines compared to a normal season. And yet also they're being asked to compete and try to put up these low times. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely been changes. Um, you know, we had to, you know, typically, you know, with the pool we have, we've been able to practice everybody at the same time and we've had to separate all the practices. Um, you know, I think the coaching staff has done a good job of, uh, you know, following the protocols that we've set, mm -hmm. but it has put some limitations. You know, they're probably not getting as much dry land um, activities as they need just because we're limited to space and how many people can be in the weight room and things like that. So I, I think they're doing a good job. I think that um, it'll probably, it, it was probably good for freshmen to bring them into this type of season yeah. than it would be juniors or seniors. I mean, they would, you know, they, then I think it leads them into being more ready. Hopefully next year we'll be on a more normal schedule. Yeah. Hopefully in, in general, we have a normal, more normal yeah. schedule right. next season. I'm sure, I'm sure you're wishing for that at this point, the way right. things <laughs> just continue to change on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's move out of the pool. Let's move on to the, uh, the, the wrestling mats. And uh, it, this seems like to me, and, and you can either confirm or deny this or go any way you want, really. The, the, the wrestling is one that I look at as maybe one of the more difficult sports to try to pull an entire season off because, you know, obviously here it's a lot harder to social distance. It's a lot harder to do everything that, that the, the wrestlers and the coaches need to do when you have to be in close proximity. You have to be right up against each other. You have to have all that, that contact there. Uh, how have they gone about navigating this season knowing that it's so difficult to try to, you know, do as much social distancing as you can? It, it's, it's, been, I, I won't say it's been impossible mm -hmm. because they've kept going, but probably for their sport, it's definitely been the most difficult. Um, you know, unfortunately they've had to come off of a few quarantines. They're just kind of now, getting back started. Um, as a league, the GMC has decided that we're not going to host the GMC tournament. So instead, all of the teams had to schedule these duels and tries and quads. And so in their defense, I mean, they, yeah. they're probably struggling the hardest for sure. Um, again, got a super young team. We, we were so senior heavy last year. Yeah. I think last year we ended up finishing like third in the GMC. Um, but we got a lot of young kids. And unfortunately, you know, it, it is what it is. But we've seen um, a few parents um, opt out this season, you know, and mm -hmm. kind of holding their kids out. And I'm not sure, you know, there's been a, a few probably, probably in almost every sport. And yeah. that's understandable. Yeah, no doubt. How are how has it been for for the kids? I, I I know it's 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 obviously tough because you know it said that GMC is not hosting the tournament, so you're really just going these duels, these tries, these quads, really just to get competition in uh, at this point since the league's not hosting a tournament there. How has it been for the kids though? I mean, because it seems it's to me it just, it just seems like such a sport where it's it's going to be on off on off really throughout. It is. And probably the wrestling coaches are, you know, it's, it's probably the hardest for them to adapt because they're not able to go out this at a normal season, trying to get kids to peak at the right time. 
it's just not happening, you know? So I, I'm not saying that everybody's just focused on trying to get to the tournament, but at this point, at this point, that's what it is. I mean, it's some of your, some of your team goals got set aside this year, probably just for individual goals and things like that. Let's talk about another team that's getting its season underway. That's your academic team. They're just they're just getting going. Of course, GMC starting us a little bit later, but so everybody's really just getting underway uh, at this point. They're going to take on at least scheduled anyway to take on Lakota East uh, this coming week. Uh, how close to a normal season do you think the academic team can have? I'm assuming they're going to do a lot of meets and discussions and and training, if you will, uh, via Zoom or socially distance in in in, in areas in and around the school there, but uh, how close to a a normal season do you think the academic team can have? Um, You know, the one good thing is I feel like the academic team and the, and the uh, chess team, you know, they were able to have a pretty normal season. I know in chess, you know, we did worry about, um, you know, kids sitting across from each other for such a long time, but the good thing was we were just coming out of the fall when they, when their season took over. Mm-hmm. So um, for the academic team, I don't expect them to have any issues. I feel like they're going to run a pretty normal season. And what are the, what are their expectations uh, for this um, season? You know, I know they lost a couple kids from last year that had been like four-year members of that team. Uh, I know, again, they've got a lot of youth. They've just started, um, and, and their numbers are good. So I think it's something that, you know, over the next couple of years, their program's starting to build back up. Good, good. That's that's what we certainly like to see. Let's move on to the hardwood. Let's start with the boys' basketball. Uh, they, they've, they've had – you know, some 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 attrition due to the protocols and what have you as far as uh, games not being played at this point. So just four games under their belts right now, two and two uh, on the season. They're going to take on Middletown on Friday, at least as scheduled right now. But this is this is after a 17 day layoff. So they've had a lot of time to try to try to get try to get themselves ready for the, the for the GMC push here. Uh, what have the coaches been working on with the players during this seemingly endless extended break? I'll tell you, um, Coach Bryant and his staff are are amazing. Um, every day during this quarantine, they've been doing um, three o'clock Zoom workouts. So they'll be doing a workout as a team, uh, physical conditioning type things through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that workout, they come back on at eight o'clock and they do an academic session on Zoom. Um, different scouting things, different things that uh, coach wants to start implementing. Um, you know, that actually he was in, a, we were talking yesterday and, you know, we're, we started to say, you know, when does get a point that because they're going to be playing something like, I don't know, it's crazy. I want to say like 17 games in 28 days. Mm. And so then, you, it, I mean, if we can get them all in. Um, And then you start talking about the mental, not just the physical side of that, but what the mental side of that's going to entail. And so hopefully that may, you know, hopefully we're hoping that'll benefit them in the tournament. But, um, you know, that that's that thing when that tournament draw comes for basketball, that's going to be an interesting situation. Yeah, for sure. When when you look at the schedule and and I'm sure the, I'm sure the boys have looked at, 
looked at the schedule and seen how daunting this is going to be, given the fact you've got so many games in such a short time. Uh, how, as, as the coach has been talking to the kids about how important conditioning is, both physically and mentally right now, so that you're not fatigued when you're into towards the back end of that stretch. And so you're not worn out heading into the postseason. Um, he, he, they have been, you know, that's something they've definitely been talking about. You know, I'm sure his hope is that, you know, maybe his rotation of players can get a little bit deeper. Um, so you're, so you're giving some players a little bit of, uh, a break, maybe more than you, than you would have. Um, you know, if I, fortunately, I, good or bad, I'm not sure we've had to cancel some non, non-league games and, mm-hmm. you know, we had a big matchup set up in Pickerington and, you know, having to cancel some of those teams that you thought were going to help you for down the road, that kind of hurts. Um, but overall, you know, I can't say enough about what our staff has done with the, with the boys program. Um, you know, we've got a lot of, we've got some young kids really stepping up. Um, you get Riley Woods, who's a sophomore, who's been stepping up a lot of minutes, um, you know, besides, you know, Bowen and uh, Greg Johnson, um, Jesse Overson has been, has been having an awesome season. So we're just hoping that, you know, the one thing that I think will be good is they're just going to be so eager to get on the floor against an opponent. Yeah. And, you know, I think I heard one of the uh, maybe coach Ryan Day saying something about just having the opportunity and making the most of it. And I think our kids realize that. That's a good thing to be aware of, especially for kids this young of age. You know, the, the, sometimes we forget these are high school kids and for them to be aware and to be even more appreciative right now just to have the opportunity. I think it goes goes long and goes speaks highly not only of the kids but of the coaching staff as well to get the get the kids to understand that the opportunity right now is what we need to take advantage of and then we sure. worry about the x's and o's for sure uh, let's move yeah. over to the girls side and and wow what a start to the season uh, they are off to they're they're right at the top of the gmc alongside mason right now playing well of course we saw them on watchhsports.tv go on the road and, and beat sycamore uh, last week, I had a chance to see that myself, and what really caught my eye was the backcourt trio you have: Lasonia Hill, Taryn Cash, Madison Rochelle. Very interchangeable parts here, and and the one thing I like about those three in particular, and really the entire roster, is how together they are on both sides of the floor, and how little they care. It seems like to me about the individual glory. Nobody seems to me like it doesn't matter. If one person go gets 20 one night, another person gets 20 the next night, all they want to do is just pile up the wins, and that's exactly what what they're doing. Uh, what is a uh, what has Coach Phillips talked said about that in particular? And uh, in in terms of the big picture, how big are those three going to be if you if you want to contend for the league title? Well, you know, um, some of the some of the best teams we've had at Princeton were real similar to this. Um, we had a team back in, um, I think it was 2006 or seven, um, where we had Ashley Bridge, Leslie Cott. You know, we had like a group of four that you never knew which night who was going to lead. And that's what this group kind of relies, reminds me of mm-hmm. instead of they were all kind of post players. These are all the guards and they've, you know, they've been doing an awesome job. Um, you know, right now we have one of, one of our top players, uh, Soleil Williams is still out injured. So even once she gets back in the mix, that could really make for a, 
you know, for us to really make some moves down the road. Um, you know, the other thing is uh, Las- Lasagna, she's, she's been playing great. And with her only being a sophomore, um, you know, I think she plays with a lot more maturity than a sophomore. You know, Madison's really came out of her shell. She may be one of the most athletic um, players in the, in the GMC. Um, so I think, I think we're, I think on the girls side, you know, they're the only team that hasn't had to be out for an extended period of time. So I think that's helped them a lot, you know, and hopefully moving forward, that'll, you know, that'll kind of show with them. And knock on wood, that continues to stay the case that they they don't have the, the, the long delays and, uh, and, and, uh, they can keep going because like you said that they've been playing, uh, very, very well here. What have you seen with Coach Phillips and her staff with the ability to navigate everything that's gone on really with limited interruption? Obviously, things are going to be different. Things are going to be adjusted. Obviously, you know, they're going to be use, utilizing Zoom you know, to try to try to mit, try to work around what's going on in the world today. But what have you seen from Coach Phillips and her ability to navigate this team through this and and have them winning? Well, you know, her, definitely her experience um, and, and having coached, you know, through the years that she has has been a plus. Um, but for her, she kind of, she kind of knew what the parameters were going to be, accepted that early, mm-hmm. got the girls in a routine. Um, you know, part, part of me, I can't say enough for what Princeton has done as far as our hybrid model. And that's really helped keep our kids in school when they need to be in school. Um, you know, I, I just I just think that that's helped the athletic program being on that that rotation that we've had. So I think the kids understand when they do get to school, it's been their off week, what the expectations are when they get in the building, and so then once they get into practice, they can just practice. And you know, when when we talk about um, you know, the mental part of what this pandemic has done to kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can definitely tell that with some of our athletes that this is definitely their outlet, you know, and so, uh, you know, hopefully we'll keep moving here along and then um, this, hopefully the spring kids get a season. I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're shooting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We're trying to get as many, many student athletes out into the fields, the courts, whatever have you as much as possible throughout this year. Before I let you go, uh, you've been, you've talked about how, how, how tough it's been for the student athletes, the coaches, the staff at Princeton, yourself and Joe Roberts uh, throughout this. I, I wonder what the, how the, how the community has come around your school. Obviously we've talked about this with Joe back in the fall, that they were that the community support was there. They understood what was going on with the kids, and they and they were ready to support the kids in any way possible. Are you seeing that continue into the winter season? Oh, definitely. You know, I think at first it was hard for a lot of the community knowing that they wouldn't be able to see games live in person, and you know, just now having the different avenues. You know, like being able to watch the swim meet. You know, I think all of a sudden we've got community members who may never have seen the swim meet now they got, they got that opportunity. And so I do think it's building interest, um, you know, in, in our other sports that maybe weren't there before. And so I think that's always positive. And then you don't know like what younger kids, you know, the one thing I would try, you know, that I was going to talk to uh, Joe about this week was somehow 
trying to maybe uh, if there's events that the elementary kids that maybe they'd give them a few minutes to watch that YouTube channel and watch sure. some of the, some of the sports. So I think that avenue has has definitely been a big boost for us. Um, the one thing I did want to mention was our indoor track teams just started, and they yeah. actually they actually had their first meet this weekend. And if you can imagine an indoor track meet, what you're used to seeing and, and just how they had to get through that. And so right now, um, both of our girls are four by two and four by four relays are ranked second in the state. Um, and they won that big meet that they were at this weekend. So I know with those kids who mainly missed their spring season, it was huge for them to get to, to be back out there running. <laughs> Well, but well, and and I'll just quickly touch on that. How different was that indoor track meet? I mean, obviously, I have in my mind there's going to be a ton of people everywhere in a normal indoor track meet. So, how big of a difference was it? It, it was really big. So, like you know, in a typical track meet, they try to mix the distance events with the uh, sprints in between to give you a break, and they didn't do that. So they ran all the distance races early in the morning. And so then once the sprint started, it, it went through pretty fast and you would have to go in, do your race, leave. I mean, so it was, it was pretty, uh, you know, it was a way different form, a lot longer day. Um, some of the kids who are used to having breaks in between their events didn't have those breaks, um, but they were just excited to be able to run again. Yeah, I think right now we're just excited to have sports at all. Uh, we given, are. Ha- given given how things have gone uh, th- throughout this entire school year, and but we're getting sports seasons in, and, and that's a good thing. To Matt Dugworth, Assistant Athletic Director of Princeton High School, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. That is the winter season premiere of this week in Princeton Vikings Athletics here on vikenation.org and ESP Media, powered by Saturn Sports.